let's get started. See you. See where this goes. Awesome. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Michael J, and this is Hypothetical. This week, I'm thrilled to have the man behind my favorite band of all time, Get Set Go, join me. Welcome, Mike TV. Thank you. It's, I'm excited to be here. I appreciate uh, you coming out and joining us. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a long and arduous journey, but I made it, and uh, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, for those that don't know, um, you write, mix, play, produce all your own uh, music. Would you consider it indie rock music, or what genre do you consider yourself? Yeah, that's that's funny. Like, I, I I really like indie because it 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 suggests the DIY kind of ethos without actually defining a sound, you know. And so right. because I do kind of I kind of cross a number. I, I, I don't really actually enter genres. I just kind of like steal little f- hints of flavor. You know, it's like, sure. yeah. You just finished up a three volume al- album, or I guess that's what you consider it. Yeah. Yeah. Green album, which uh, goes to your patrons first, which I have to say your Patreon campa- campaign might be, the, it has to be the greatest value in the history of music. <laughs> like I've been a patron, a patron of your campaign since the beginning. Uh-huh. And I, I can't tell you how many hundreds of songs I have at this point from you. Yeah. It's, it's really funny. Cause there are, there are people that are on Patreon that get that like make like thousands of dollars a month, like, like, you know, three or four five, $10,000 a month. And they, they generate one song a month. And I'm like, you're not even working. Like you're not even like, like this is, you are literally just taking, you are fleecing your fans, you know, like that's not work of one song a month, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you, you put out like a quadrillion songs a day, it seems like, but they're, they're not like, you know, just thrown together songs. These are well-mixed, well-written songs. That, Thank you. Yeah. That all sound, sound so good. It's like, I don't get it. Like you give out so much for, for I mean, you know, it's funny. I mean, because for my, from my perspective, it's what I'm doing. You know, I mean, you know, like, like the only way I get better as a songwriter is I have to keep doing it. I take each song seriously because that's how I create. That's how I like, I'm working my, 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 I'm figuring that if, that if 1% of my, my output is world-class, then I just need to keep producing more output. So that 1% improves, you know, increases, you know, in size. So, right. um, you know, and if it's, and if it's less than 1%, which is entirely possible, then, you know, then I got to really, <laughs> I got to really increase my output, you know? So <laughs> well, that's what fascinates me is because being a patron uh, of your, of your music, you kind of give a lot of the behind the, the scenes, what your thought process is going into, to making these albums and into producing these songs. It's not like you're just putting out the music. When you update your patrons, you're telling them, often, you know, this is what I was thinking when I did this. This is what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's more than just the out, more than just the music that you're outputting. I mean, you're outputting the the journey too, which is interesting. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That it's, which is funny. Cause, uh, I mean that, that for me, uh, because I, you know, I, I really feel like I'm, I, at least I felt for years and years and years that I was in sort of an interloper musician. Like I, like I really didn't have a place, a seat at the table, uh, because I didn't start off when I was a kid playing. Like I really, really picked up the guitar in earnest when I was 23 and really didn't start taking it seriously until I was 26. So I, I was really late to the table. And then, and by that point in time, all of my friends were so much more accomplished than I was. 
I always felt like I was sort of creatively on my back foot, you know? And so, and so I, I, I wanted to like illustrate that, yeah, you can sort of pick this up. You can pick up an artistic endeavor at any point in time. And if you just put work and dedication into it, you can start seeing some sort of successes, you know, and that, and, it, and, and for me, it came, it came in, you know, those successes came about relatively quickly. I mean, about six years in of me doing it, making music in earnest is when I started getting, that's when we got a record deal. That's when we started licensing songs to film and TV, right. you know. Yeah, you've been on Grey's Anatomy a couple of times, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they, well, actually, they've eight, they've licensed eight of my songs, um, and then and then they relicensed two of them another six or seven times, and then they uh, they put us on their first two soundtracks, and the, and then the, the cast actually sang my song "Wait" in the musical event episode. So so Get Set Go is all over the first ten seasons of of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, it's like that's I mean amazing. that's yeah that's that's really they, I mean they they literally saved my life and kept me gave me the ability to keep making music for as long as I have. I, I certainly know uh, how creative you get in your music. Uh, now I'm curious to see how that uh, translates to some hypothetical situations. That <laughs> we're going we're to take a bit out of context here. Yeah. Um, you ready to play? Yeah, heck yeah. All right, let's do it. Uh, we'll start out with a uh, little bit of a warm-up game. Um, it's a who, what, where, when, and why. And the topic today is breakfast tacos. So anyone, anything in the world ever... Who would you have breakfast tacos with? So I would have to say, well, so I, I, I would have to say, although the, the only person, the only person that I, I've ever been, I've ever really felt like a real serious compulsion to like want to hang out with. Although if I were to hang out with him, I would probably say nothing because <laughs> I would be starstruck. So that's right. so it's going to be for a very awkward conversation, but sure. uh, is, is the novelist Terry Pratchett. He's, he's the writer of the Discworld novels. Sure. Um, and, uh, it's funny. I, I started reading him when I was 12 years old. I, I found a, uh, my mom had a paraplegic friend that, uh, th- that, that he basically all he did, you know, cause he was paraplegic. All he did was read and he, and he was a big science fiction and a big fantasy uh, enthusiast. And so as he would finish books, he would mail, mail them down to my mom. And so we had these, we would just have these boxes with like 40 or 50 books, which is really funny. I think about that, the, the actual shipping expense. That must have been, must have been ridiculous. But, right. um, but we had, yeah, we had hundreds and hundreds of books. And so as a kid, I would go through the books and I would just find something be like, oh, this looks good. And that's literally like, that's literally all of my reading as a kid. And, and I, I ran across Terry Pratchett's, I think it was his, it's his fifth book called Sorcery. And, uh, and it, it rocked my world. And then, and then I went, I went through the collection, you know, like all of his, all of these boxes of books, and I found every other Terry Pratchett book I could find. And so this, I think this was in 1985. I think he had written maybe six or seven by this point in time. And then, and then, and then that was just hooked. And he, and, he, and over the course of his life, he wrote 45 books. Um, and they, on, on the surface, on the surface, they are, uh, they're, uh, they're, they're comedy. On the surface, they're, they're lampooning. They're, they're like, they're like Douglas Adams, but for fantasy instead of, instead of science fiction. Okay. But, but, um, but the more you dig into them, they're so like, like the universe he creates is so well articulated. It's so rooted in science, even though it's entirely fantastical. Um, and the characters, the characters are, are like every single, I, I've reread his entire, all 45 books. Um, well, the last, the last handful I've only read, I've only gone through about four or five times, but everything else, I mean, I've reread them consistently since I was, since I was in, in my, my high school days, you know, like, right. so every, every year or every couple of years, I go through all 45 again now, you know? Oh, wow. Um, 
And, uh, and, and every single time I do, I, le- I glean something new. There's some new insight, some new, like, you know, and it's like, so I, I always laugh out loud, at least, at least once or twice every single book I laugh out loud. I also, I also tear up and choke up often. You know, it's like, he's just a really, really, for, like, the, I, I, it's funny, I started as, as a big Henry Miller guy and a big Charles Bukowski guy. And the more I, I, as I get older, like, I just find myself going, no, Terry Pratchett's really where it's at. Like, you know, he's the guy that, like, has the humanity and also the, there's like, there's just a real awesome fundamental basic empathy. Even the villains, you kind of understand, even the villains you root, you know? So yeah. Yeah. So I would love, I would love to, to just, so for, again, so I would probably spend the first like six or eight tacos just (laughs) sitting there, you know, in awe, you know, Eating, uh, and, and it's funny that, so there are some amazing breakfast. I mean, obviously Austin is, is a, is a taco place. Yep. Um, and, and there are, and, and it's, it's funny cause there's a big San Antonio versus like Austin who has the best breakfast tacos, you know, rivalry. But, um, but, uh, I actually wouldn't, and there are some really great breakfast tacos places here, but I, I would actually create my own breakfast tacos using the bacon from the griddle in LA and then, and then, and then there's like, there's a handful of uh, probably Pueblo Viejo, which is right. Yeah. There's just a little taco truck near me. Uh, like their, their tacos are pretty, pretty damn awesome. So. Well, you're making me hungry already. Yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so where would you then have your breakfast tacos with Terry Pratchett in Austin? Uh, or is there somewhere you'd like to take them and just have that taco truck? With the bacon from LA, yeah, you know what? I don't. Yeah, that's you know, like I, I mean, well, it's funny. The thing is, is, is that like I would, I would want to, I would, I would prefer to let him decide because you know, like, like I would love, I would just love to kind of get, uh, like, you know, if I'm coming up with, a, if I'm coming up with a repast, you know, repast, you know, like I'd like him to be like, all right, where, where are we going to eat these? Because, because you know, it, it's, uh, yeah, because I, I would really want to just get to know how, like, like the way his brain works. I mean, I've got a, I've got a. I've got a little intimation of it because I read his books, but right. but yeah, man, what a what a what a what a dizzying creative intellect, you know. How you describe his writing reminds me a lot of the lyrics you use. Yeah, in your in music, fact, like there's inspiration in terms of the the thematic. Yeah, that's actually very true. Like like there I, there are manifold uh, 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 Terry Pratchett ref- references in my songs, and you wouldn't know it. You really wouldn't know it. Uh, to listen to the song, like, but when I explain it, when I go, oh, this is a Terry Pratchett influenced song, and this is why, because he, because he does, he he interjects these ex, like these really like mathematically hype, like like hi, uh, like a hypothetical, you know, like you know, it's like like mirror universes, but 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 from from the perspective, like, but rooted in science, like it's just it's just awesome, like the way the way that he takes these really beautiful and and like sort of like scientifically deep converse, like, like perspectives and then builds them in, like l- seamlessly into his, into his universes is really amazing. So every now and again, I will, you know, I'll be reading the scientific American or something and I'll run across some of the something and across something and be like, Oh wait, Terry, that's actually used by Terry Pratchett. That's crazy. You know? So, <laughs> so I'm still, I'm always, I'm always in, like stumbling upon some other little thing that he's seeded into his books that, that blows my mind. So, so I, I definitely, uh, I definitely do steal from him uh, judiciously, like you know, like uh, and, 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 like, and it is, and it's literally just theft. Like you know, that's not, it's not homages. It's just me stealing directly. You know. <laughs> oh, every artist has their uh, has their muses, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, your choice for sharing breakfast tacos makes a lot more sense than my choice. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it's a lot. Yours is like a noble cause compared to. Uh, what I have in mind. <laughs> uh, I want to share breakfast tacos with penguins. 
both the hockey team and the animal. Oh, wow. Because, well, penguins are my favorite animal. Yeah. And hockey is my favorite sport. Amen. And I think the penguins hockey team has some personalities on it that are just perfect for having sharing breakfast tacos with penguins. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Cros- Crosby, that's, that's like, that's, right. You got the best player think, in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, and you, and, <laughs> you got and, Phil Kessel and, who, yeah, you know, yeah, loves his yeah. hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, quite yeah, the personality. Yeah. <laughs> right. You got Malkin. Awesome. I mean, there's just so many fun personalities uh, yeah. on that team. And, you know, we could talk hockey. We could play hockey. I don't know what the penguins, the animals would actually do. Yeah. Uh, although I'd love to see how, if and how they eat breakfast tacos. Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, where would you, are you doing this on the ice? Because the thing is, I, I, like the penguins would be right at home. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should just yeah. do it at, at whatever ice rink is available. Yeah. I guess that could be fun. Just uh, do some penguin races and <laughs> play a little hockey and eat some breakfast tacos. That's awesome. Uh, I mean, yours is like learning and just taking in the awesomeness of a, a great human being. Mine is just. Well, but you know, you know, yeah, but I know as, I mean, as I, I again, that's, well, that's actually very funny because the thing is, because I'm a big, I'm a big LA Kings fan, you know, and, right. uh, and, and uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I, you know, it's funny because I, I guess, I guess they're probably the closest thing to a living, per, like living group of people that I would be a little bit starstruck around. But, but again, but even so, even so I, I could be, I could be a total normal human being around that level of like, I'm a big fan, but, but, but with Terry Pratchett, I'm fairly certain that, that the good, the first hour, I wouldn't say anything. I'd just be like, all right, I'm just going to need some time to kind of. <laughs> and so, so you're, so wait, so you're a Penguins, you're, you're a Penguins fan and not a Blackhawks fan? No, I'm a Blackhawks fan. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I do like the Penguins. I mean, yeah. Blackhawks are my favorite team. Uh, yeah. The Penguins were my favorite team growing up. Uh, I was oh, okay. a huge Mario Lemieux fan. Oh, uh, yeah. Paul Coffey certainly. and those guys. Yeah, sure. uh, But I, uh, I just didn't like any Chicago teams growing up. Uh, I was just a bad person, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but once I moved away, uh, I became a Blackhawks fan. Um, yeah. I still like the Penguins and I like the Golden Knights. Um, those are probably my three favorites. Okay. Um, and I do like the the players on the Penguins. I, I admire what they do, um, kind of how they play the game and uh, how they comport themselves off the ice. So yeah, I'd certainly yeah, be fascinated. And I just think it would be funny to have Penguins players and actual Penguins and yeah. <laughs> all of us eating breakfast tacos. I just think that'd be a good time. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I'm figuring that you would actually have to feed the Penguins themselves also a breakfast taco. There would have to be some, oh, of course. like, yeah, yeah, like I guess like what some sort of like sardine, you know, yeah, <laughs> right. you know, focused. Right, yeah. I mean, they don't want me making the breakfast tacos for them. They're all, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll find somebody <laughs> who knows how to make a breakfast taco for Penguins. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's probably an untapped market, you know, like, like I'm certain this. <laughs> <laughs> breakfast tacos for Penguins. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Penguins have many food trucks. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I would, I could suffice, I mean, I could venture to say that it's between zero and three, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, even might, that might even be on the high side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ready to jump into our main game? Yeah, main heck yeah. Situation? Heck yeah. All right. We are going to start a commercial airline. And I've got a whole set of uh, questions for you on this. But let's sure. start out. What's the name of your new new airline? Oh, you know what? I didn't I didn't even think of that. Uh, um, so let me, all right, so let me think. So it, it would have to be, it would have to be something like um, Unity Air, something, something like that. Something, um, 
or 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 uh, or, or pan pan global so, something you know like something something that has that suggests either far reach or 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 uh, or connectivity between everybody kind of thing. Um, uh, we don't yeah we don't need your money airlines. So because I because I, I was because really truly because I was thinking I was like I was like I I love to do a not for profit or airline you know make make air travel accessible to everybody on the planet you know kind of regardless yeah. of regardless of their their actual because that's like that that's the one that's like the ultimate expression of freedom right is to yeah. be able to like to be able to go I'm like I I want to go anywhere and be able to yeah. do it and that's and it's such it's so prohibitively expensive for you know particularly if you live in a, a sort of a third world country. Um, and so I was, I was thinking, I was like, oh, be, you know, like, like looking at, looking at all the, cr- like the crowdfunding and the, the sort of like the, the, the kinds of like more egalitarian ways, even Patreon is a, is a great example. Um, I was like, I was like, it'd be awesome if someone were just to do an airline that was kind of built on, uh, along those, uh, those ideas, you know, like, like, let's make sure, let's make, let's make air travel accessible to absolutely everybody. If there was a means to anybody that needed to get somewhere or wanted to go explore something can just hop on and go do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, like, like so. And if it, you know, if it's not for profit, people can make donations. So those those that have a little bit more money and wanna and wanna help facilitate people being able to like negotiate the planet, you know, with a minimum amount of fuss, you know, they just donate. You know, and, it's, and then it's tax deductible in, in a lot of countries. And uh, and then you know, and and suddenly people are able to like cavort, you know, gamble across the <laughs> across the planet without uh, without having to like derail their entire financial health. What's your slogan? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's okay. Let's see. So yeah, what is so? It, uh, let, let's see. Well, yeah, it's got to be something snarky. Like you know, this is this is a this is a this is a you know this is a twentieth first century. So it's got to be it's got to be snarky. Um, uh, not freedom. Freedom is a little bit too ostentatious. What are we, are we, what, uh, why can't we have people call in? That's this is this is like this is. I hate I hate naming. Like that thing is that's so funny. Like like I like once once the song is done, I'm like I have to now come up with a name for it. God. You know? I always thought that was second nature to you because you've you've done it so many times. That- yeah, yeah. I mean, usually I just find a lyric inside the song, you know, because okay. that, that that way. Because because yeah, writing lyrics is easy. Naming like I hate it. I hate coming up with album names. I hate coming up with like band names. Band names is the absolute worst. But um, which like, is so funny because everybody's like, we came up with a band name. I'm like, yeah, but let's see how long that lasts. You know, <laughs> um, kick ass, <laughs> kick ass, kick ass. <laughs> Yeah, kick ass airlines. And then the stuff would be because we kick ass. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to assume that you still have a first class section. So, uh, yeah, so I, I, I was, th- it's really funny. I was thinking, I was thinking that I would try to, well, first off, first off, it would be, it would be specifically designed to, uh, oh, no, in fact, in fact, I guess, I guess what you could do is, yeah, there would be a first class se- section, but then there would also be a lottery. There'd be a lottery, like, like maybe half oh. the first class, maybe first the half class seat, or first half of the first class seats. Would be not you could not purchase, and then there'd be a lottery. So every person that's flying on the plane has an opportunity to fly in first class. That is clever. Yeah. So what what would be uh, a unique perk of flying first class on Kickass Air? Well, all right. So so I was so it's funny because I was thinking like the whole idea of uh, the idea. Well, first off, the idea of the way, like like the the fact that you pack in as many people as you possibly can like the whole sardine aspect like like that has to go like you know like so right. so because it's just it's just uh, the, because they're, again they're it's run for profit and they're trying to maximize their profits so so if we can figure out a way to like like for me it would be a matter of looking at the numbers and figuring out okay well how many people need to get where and how do we how do we figure out ways to cuz because once we're in once we're in business right 
like in order to compete with us and our, and our ridiculously low or free airfare, everybody else's prices are coming down. Right. So then, then what we offer to, what we, to compete with them is we offer more leg room, we offer more. So I was thinking like there might even be like a lounge, you know, like between like the between the first class section and the and and sort of like the coach section. There's going to be like a lounge which is like with benches and like maybe that foliage, you know. Uh, I mean, certainly, certainly the uh, the plants are going to thrive, and you know, in in recycled <laughs> oxygenated air. <laughs> right, right, totally. It's sunlight coming in through tiny windows. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makes total sense. But uh, yeah, but the thing is, is like is like so. But yeah, but things things of that nature, like maybe even having like live entertainment, you know, like that would be, uh, yeah, we could keep, we could keep musicians, we could keep musicians and comedians and, and, you know, and, and small, like little two and three man theater troops in business, you know, we, we give them a, 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 a new, like, you know, and, and that's, you got, you know, if you've got 200 people, 200 people on the aircraft, 150 people on the aircraft, you know, you got a great audience, pass the hat around. So uh, I'll admit, I, when you first started coming up with this idea, I was like, okay, I don't know if I want to fly that airline or not. Yeah. Now I'm like, I'm ready to sign up. I'm ready to buy some tickets. Yeah, man. This this sounds like a fun flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and that would be and that would be the idea, right? Like, I mean, the thing is, is, is like, I mean, it's because if you, when you if you really think about plane flights, right? It's you're 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 taking hundreds of people, kind of from all over the planet, and you're putting them in a space, and and it's it's uncomfortable and it's unpleasant, and people don't want to interact with each other. And so here you have this opportunity for people to like network and socialize and 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 be a part of the human race together. And instead, it's this very hyper personal, hyper uncomfortable, hyper like let me just get through. Now the thing is, that obviously, obviously not everybody's going to be sociable, and not everybody's. But but you right. want to. But for me, from my, from my perspective, if you can make it easy for people to communicate and connect and be the thing is, is that suddenly suddenly the getting there. The journey is is can be as as engaging and as interesting and as impactful as the destination. You know, we're in the air. I'm chilling in the lounge. Yeah, on, on, on kick-ass flight. You know, kick-ass, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. kick-ass flight yeah. 200 to wherever yeah. we're going. I don't yeah. even know. I don't even care at this point because I'm enjoying the the independent musicians and the comedy act. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's from Los Angeles to Los Angeles around the world. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Are there any stopovers? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah, with yeah, with a couple of layovers in in cool in cool city cities across country, across the planet. This sounds amazing. So, <laughs> while while I'm enjoying myself uh, on Kickass Flight 200 from Los Angeles to Los Angeles, uh, what kind of snacks are you handing out? Uh, oh yeah. So all right. So I guess so I'm figuring. I'm figuring I, now. Again, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand uh, the legalities of like like I'm. I'm figuring that that. that the, the laws of the, the origin countries perhaps are in application. Like, like things like, I mean, is it like a boat that once you're over international waters, <laughs> like, like suddenly it's, it's just because, because if that's the case, then man, that, uh, that opens up like, like, cause you could, I could, I could definitely see like, this is an adult only flight guys, you know, and then, <laughs> and then there's adult only, you know, uh, experiences, but, um, uh, but yeah, what, yeah, what, what, so yeah, things, I mean, obviously, obviously libations of, of, of every stripe, but the thing is, is right. that, like, I, but just to like distinguish yourself, right. That like, I'm figuring like stuff like absinthe and, uh, <laughs> you know, like some, you know, some interesting, like make it a little bit, uh, make it a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit more exciting. Absolutely. So you got kind of old timey vibe going on in the lounge with the, with the independent acts and the absinthe and yeah, last piece of the puzzle for kick-ass airlines is Will you have a frequent flyer program? And if so, what are you going to call it? Hmm. 
don't know what would you call the frequent flyer program because I'm figuring I'm figuring that if this if this airline actually did exist, it would be pro- pretty it would be pretty popular because Absolutely. what it would do is it would facilitate long distance relationships. You you meet somebody online in Australia and you live in and you, and you live in in Singapore or you, I mean or you live in Mexico. Right. You know now now it's entirely vi- it's a lot more viable to actually spend you know a week with, a week a month with each other you know and so. Um, I definitely, I definitely think it, it, it too would have to have a, a kind of a snarky name, um, right. so, something jet setty, but but not. Uh, what would what, what would that be? That's a tough one because you know work because yeah, you don't necessarily have to work in the kick ass name, but you want to keep it associated. Yeah, yeah, and you want it to be. The Fight Club. <laughs> Fight Club. There you that go. Sounds just perfect for kick ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Join, yeah. Join our Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds absolutely perfect. <laughs> it fits, yeah. fits right in with the name. Yeah, yeah. The first rule of Fight Club <laughs> is you don't talk about Fight Club. Right. I mean, if you're doing some of the stuff you're talking about doing on your flight, you really shouldn't yeah, be yeah, talking yeah. about Amen. it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's yeah. Oh, I think you that's, nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you, you have a that's a tough act to follow. Uh, yes, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to name my uh, my commercial line. Just as long as it's not kick ass, otherwise you're going to be hearing from my attorneys. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I can't come up with something that clever. Um, I, I guess I will go with uh, kind of the opposite of what you're doing here, and maybe air like. Eh, we we might get you your destination. <laughs> That's awesome. I, 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 I don't know. We can't promise anything. Actually, yeah, that'll be my slogan too. Will be eh, maybe we'll get you there. You just pick a direction. You're like like where you head? Are you head? Are you headed north, south, east, or west? You know, yeah, exactly. and then, and then you, just, you just get on exactly. here. We right. hope you end up closer to where you're headed. Yeah. Right. You know, if, if the weather's bad, we we might take off. We might not. Yeah, <laughs> you, you might be sitting there for a while. I don't know. We might serve you a drink. We we might not. But you know, we, we got to make it comfortable. I, I like your idea of of like not having like traditional seating everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, maybe we'll just instead of having rows of seats, we'll just line the walls with seats, and then the middle will be totally empty. Yeah, but we'll, awesome. have, we'll have we'll have more passengers than seats. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe sure. you'll get a seat. Maybe oh, you, you will. Can do it like, you, can do it like, you can do it like a bus where you just have those little <laughs> handhold things. You know, so, <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> take off and land and make sure you, <laughs> you grab onto yeah. the handlebar before we take off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's great. Yeah. Can, you, can you imagine the gate area for boarding if you're not guaranteed a seat? Like you might oh, be standing. Yeah. <laughs> Like there'd be, I mean, that, that there would be a full on fight club. I, in fact, in fact, no, in fact, in fact, what it is, is you, you actually have a, like there's a, they raffle, they raffle who goes in and, it, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it doesn't, and it doesn't include family members. Like you can't like, you know, dad might be able to get in, but mom might, might be the last person called, you know, like, so it's just totally, it's totally random. You're like, all right, well. I mean, we could do a cross promotion with your airlines, maybe have an f- actual fight club in the middle for a couple of the seats. Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, first class. I don't know what kind of perk I would give her. I don't even know how I do first class. Uh, for, yeah, first class, you're just guaranteed a seat. <laughs> like, maybe. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It is maybe airlines, for Christ's right. sakes. Come on. Right, right. I was guaranteed a seat. I was guaranteed a seat. I bought first class. No, yeah, yeah. But it is maybe airlines, you know. Right. Maybe you'll get a perk of being a first class. Maybe you won't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah. 
That's not bad. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a pilot. Maybe they won't. <laughs> Maybe there's a monkey flying today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know. You just you never know. Yeah, I, it's like it's like the Schrodinger's cat of uh, of airlines. You're like, who knows? <laughs> we just don't know until we're there. <laughs> once right. you open, once you open the jet, then then we'll see exactly where we where we're at. I got a feeling our market's not going to be business travelers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, snack. I don't even know what we'd hand out. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Actually, I guess what you should do is like on this in this airline. This may be airlines. If you had one aircraft that was a always on time, hyper professional staff, and it was like it was like it was like the Sultan of Brunei's, like beautifully like 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 laid out. And so occasionally people get on that flight. Oh, this is amazing, you know. And then that would keep them. Maybe you get it. Maybe you don't. Who knows? You know. (laughs) That's a great idea. You just keep. So it's like this random. You can't tell from the outside either because I'll be painted the same. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, right. yeah. So you won't know until you land or until yeah. you, uh, until you board. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. total, total lottery. Well, I guess yeah. we can do that with snacks too. I mean, we could just have like uh, a bag full of, or just like a bowl. You can't, yeah. you can't see into like a grab bag and you might get something good. You might get, yeah, yeah. You, who you knows get, what. You might get a, a bag of iron nails. <laughs> <laughs> right. You might get sushi. You might get a goldfish. Yeah. 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 And you might, uh, <laughs> Man, I am creating the world's worst airline. <laughs> I mean, it, it definitely sounds it definitely sounds like it would be an adventure. <laughs> it's true. It's worth trying once. Yeah, yeah. Adventure. Adventure. <laughs> Flying with maybe airlines is always an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I might have to change our slogan to that. Yeah, um, yeah. And I guess so I frequent flyer program. I mean, I don't expect to have many frequent flyers because I think <laughs> unless you get the uh, the Sultan's plane, I'm not sure you're going to want to fly with us again. Yeah. Well, unless you get lucky and get to where yeah, you want to go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, unless you actually get that first flight, you're like, I love maybe airlines. They're right. amazing. <laughs> That's right. There's no maybe about it. This is the best I've yeah. ever flown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'd call my frequent flyer program. Infrequent flyers? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Infrequent flyers, and you get some. Maybe you get some points. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but maybe you get a bunch. Who knows? <laughs> That's true. I got a million. I, I got I free flights from, for life. Yeah, yeah. I flew from LA to, to to Las Vegas. It was an hour long flight. I got a billion free miles. That's true. Right. The next guy flew from Chicago to Tokyo and got one mile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds Curse absolutely you. <laughs> I got a feeling people are going to be buying tickets for Kick-Ass Air uh, a lot more often yeah. <laughs> than maybe Airlines. But his president and CEO of maybe Airlines, eh, whatever. You buy a ticket, you buy a ticket. Yeah. We might take you somewhere. <laughs> That's, you know, what that, you know what this actually sounds to me like? It sounds to me like it's a tax shelter <laughs> for like some ultra wealthy guy. He's like, hey, I need to like. I need to get rid of some some funds. I need to divest myself of some some you know some billions of dollars. How do I do that? Shh, don't tell him my plan, Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I get myself into uh, trouble with the IRS and whoever else is going to care about my maybe airlines, uh, I think it's about time we uh, we wrap this wrap this up. I appreciate uh, you joining me today, Mike. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Thank you. I appreciate that. And in the meantime, uh, where can people find you online? And also, you're going on tour starting this weekend, if I remember correctly. I am. I am. I'm leaving this. I'm leaving this Saturday. I'm playing Dallas first. In fact, I'm going to be starting. I'm going to be launching a Vimeo account because I'm going to video blog the entire tour. 
Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, so I'll, I'll, like, like you know, I, I again, I don't know, you know, like, like I don't, I, I don't know how close I'll be to like the sort of like the 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 centrally located things of each town. I'm not, I'm not going to have a, a ton of time when I'm in each town, but I'm going to try to capture a little flavor of, of each of the towns I visit. And uh, you know, and 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 showcase the people I'm going to be playing with, and the people that are touring with me. I'm I'm, I'm a buddy of mine is joining me from Denver to uh, Denver to Chicago. Oh, nice. And um, yeah, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna try to like just create a little tour documentary, you know, in real time. Uh, and so that's so that's not yet set up. So you, I, I guess you would have to like just pay attention to my Patreon because that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna announce it and put it up to put it all together. But um, your Patreon is it's uh, patreon.com forward slash get set go, which is the name of the band. So on your marks, get set go, G E T S E T G O. And that is the world's most valuable Patreon because. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you give him, you're not giving Mike enough for what he produces um, Thank you, man. and what he shows. So it, it, it is the f- first or second Patreon I've ever supported and I've supported since day one. And it is by far the most valuable thing that's uh, I've done online. Thank you, man. Yeah. It's just Thank so much you. music there. I really do. I really do try to, I mean, I do, you know, it's funny. I do feel, I mean, I feel a fiduciary sense of responsibility as well as even though even though the money i make the mo- the money i make on a on a weekly basis is not like it's not out of control but it, it does it does help pay my rent um, sure. and and it's and it's a big part part of that but but i do feel i do feel like you know these are people that that if they're spending way well more than than an album's worth of i mean even if they're just doing a dollar a week i mean that's 50 bucks a year so i need to give them I need to give them fifty, at least fifty dollars in value, you know. Right. And so, and so, I try to make sure that I've got, I've always got, like, so between the live, the five live streams a week, um, you know, uh, the I, like I put out a forty-five song album last year. I put out a hundred and two song three-volume album this year. Um, I'm always, I'm always trying to generate, you know, value so that, so that, and also, and and, and it helps me out. And I think it's just like, it's like my guitar playing gets better. My songwriting gets better. Everything I do is in service of the next project, you know? Right. So. Can we just rewind back for a second? A hundred and two yeah. song album this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so. I mean, I've listened to it. I love it, but <laughs> yeah, that's, awesome. that's insanity. Yeah. So that, that, that came about, um, you know, I've been, so I've been, I started, it's, it's real funny because it be, be, from 2010 and 2016, um, I was putting out records and and it was just getting no attention at all. Like, you know, I, I hired a very expensive publicist who was our publicist uh, from Ordinary World on. And she's, and she's, she's like tools publicist and Mr. Bungle, like, like she's a legitimate publicist, but she's really expensive. And I, I hired her again to, to work uh, our album, Fury of Your Lonely Heart, which, which, which I also put like $25,000 into the production of the album. And, um, and, and it, and, and she got, a, and she managed to get us one album review and one little blurb paragraph. And so I was like, I'm like, I can't, aff- like, that's for $6,000. Like, I can't afford to do this album in and album out. I just can't, you know? Right. So, so I stopped, I stopped, I stopped trying to court the press. And I just, I was just like, well, I'll just put out records. Like people, since people are getting them for free now on Spotify and Apple music. And so I spent a good six years just watching my career just slowly but surely begin to evaporate, you know, and it was really frightening because this is what I'm on the search to do, you know. And, um, but then when I discovered Twitch um, and started playing five days a week, um, things just, all of the metrics started going the other direction, you know, like my Spotify play started improving and, and my, um, 
yeah, like like my my Patreon revenue started improving, my Twitch revenue started improving. Like suddenly, it's not. I mean, it's not going gangbuster, but it's it's it was a turning point, you know. And so, um, so I'm real excited just to just to, you know, to to now feel like I'm I'm kind of back on the right path, you know. And and uh, awesome. and and yeah, it's yeah, it's it's been it, it was a long six years. It was a real long six years, and so I'm glad that I'm finally kind of, you know. That's had, so cool. So so people could follow you on Patreon at. Or I can support you on Patreon at patreon.com slash go On Twitch, they can subscribe to you at twitch.com. Yeah, twitch.twitch.tv and then and then and then I'm known as Mike TV Live. So Mike TV so, Live. Okay. Yeah. So you can you can just search Mike TV Live and, and Twitch and that and that'll pop up. Uh yeah, and then and then you can find us on Twitter. Um I don't I don't do a lot of twi- uh, tweeting. Um uh uh but uh, but but uh, but I do whenever I do any sort of big announcements, uh, that's where I, I I post that. So you can follow the band at Get Set Go Band on Twitter, or you can follow me directly uh, at Mike TV of GSG. So Mike TV of Get Set Go, but Mike TV of GSG is the is the the, the Twitter handle. And if we want to um, buy tickets to any of your tour dates, is there yeah, a, a way to do that? So it depends on it depends on the show. Um, uh, some venues, some like the Chicago show. I don't uh, they, they don't they don't pre sell tickets. They're just they're just, it's just like going to be a, a charge at the door. I think it's going to be ten bucks at the door. So that's a pretty affordable show. Um, um, it, it, elsewhere, it, depending on depending on the, you know the city, there are there are tickets for pre sale. You can just but you can actually keep a track of of all the shows I've got because uh, I am going to be in Europe. I'm going to be in, I tour in the U.S. and Europe. Um, and uh, you can uh, you can track all my stuff if you, if you just Google Songkick S O N G K I C K so Songkick all one word and then Get Set Go that'll give you all of all of my shows uh, kind of across the country. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Mike. I really appreciate you coming on to Hypothetical and uh, Kick Ass Airlines and <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast Tacos yeah. with Terry Pratchett. That's it's a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Amen. My pleasure. That's it for this episode of Hypothetical. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore hypothetical and subscribe to Hypothetical on your podcast player of choice. Till next time, thanks for listening.